0: You just caught me right before a thunderstorm. I guess is going to come.
1: Oh well. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this done first. <laughs> What's that noise? It's roaming buffalo across the plains of Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I was going to say, how was your weekend with daylight saving kicking in, or kicking so, out?
1: <laughs> I, I think you and I have about the same same sleep schedule, so it just doesn't even matter. I. I realize it's dark at a different time, but so I. For those of you who are new to this, I wake up at two fifty-five every morning for no reason, whether it's daylight savings or not, <laughs> and uh, and my day kind of goes twenty-four hours, and I take a series of naps. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I, one of those one of those people, and you do international business, so I know your sleep schedule is worse than mine. But the uh, the the good news about it is, is the never-ending exhaustion. That's the high point. So. Mm-hmm yeah
0: i still haven't lost the ability to fall asleep wherever the hell i am for like 10 right. minutes and wake up
1: <laughs> yeah i still really look at it and go what's the point i mean i i have no idea what the point of daylight savings is and i know it was for electricity at at one point To, to but we have led lights and everything now you know even mm-hmm. the cities have led lights so we're not using anywhere near the amount we used to um yeah. And, and, you know, in Oklahoma, you're not really supposed to talk about that kind of stuff, but we are number one in America with wind energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it isn't, we're not burning anything to keep this stuff going. I mean, we might burn out a turbine every once in a while. A turbine, a turbine every once in a while. Turbin, turbine, turbine.
0: <laughs> I was like, Sean, leave them out of this. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. Caught myself right in the middle of it going, I sound like a racist right now. Yeah. So you know, it's a, it's a, it every you know, and there's people like we're we're not going to do it. There are a few areas in America that don't do it, and the problem is when you drive into those areas, the clock changes, and if you're in a hurry, that doesn't make any sense, right?
0: Well, this is the world we created,
1: Sean. <laughs> it really is complex for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. And, and so, have you ever heard the story about? Uh, the, this wife that used to cut off the ends of a roast when she made it for her family, uh-uh. nope. anything like that. Okay. In India, let's say it's a pork roast and that way we don't get in trouble. Um. <laughs> so this guy's married and, and every time their family, they get three little kids and, and she would make roast beef once a week, you know, kind of like the British, the Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she would always cut off the rest of it and throw it in the trash can. Okay. And her husband came from a family of low means and he's done well for himself and he keeps watching this and he's like, why would you throw perfectly good meat away? I mean, why would you do that? And, uh, and she says, Oh, that's what we do. And he eventually at some Christmas party or something goes, Hey, what's the deal with your sister throwing away the meat on the end of this thing. And the mom chimes in and goes, Oh, when the kids were little, we only had one baking pan. And the kind of roast you had to buy were too big. So we just had to cut off the end. She said, I never threw it away. (laughs) We used it for something else, (laughs) but it just wouldn't fit in the pan. And so next generation, they're still doing the same stupid shit, but yet wasting. it.
0: Mm, Yep. (laughs) That is just some eyes daylight saving for us.
1: (laughs) Exactly right there. And we're still doing it for no apparent reason. But so, you know, at 530 at night, it's dark. But mm-hmm. hell, if you're in Scotland, it's dark for months. You know, I mean, we're not special over here. It, it really, it's interesting what we find important. However, we're not allowed to publicly talk about energy conservation. I mm-hmm. can't can't quite figure that out. But you know, my my dad was a farmer, so he conserved everything. He just didn't waste. I mean, you know, did he was he extravagant? No, but he just didn't waste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy shit what's going on in your world? Hey, I did. Okay. And here's or do you get moments of flashes of brilliance where you go, I need to write that down because that would be a great app. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. And it was brilliant. It was literally something that was brilliant. And I was like, and if I don't write it down right then kind of, I suppose how it works with composers, they get Mm -hmm. a song gift from the universe and they don't write it down and they're screwed. And I usually don't think that way, but it's very rarely I look and go, you know, they could make an app for this and it would be so much easier. Jeez, OP. And I know you're in that business, so how many yep. how many of those phone calls do you get
0: random app ideas almost every day some <laughs> at least one person pitches me an idea where I'm like, "Okay, let's talk this through." <laughs>
1: right. So, have, is there, you know, the commercials used to say there's an app for that because there seems to be one for everything. Mm-hmm. But I find shit that there is not an app for, that there needs to be an app for, especially for for old people. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're late to the game. I mean, yeah. we are literally late to the game. But it seems like, um, you know, I, I, my best example these days would be dealing with the state of Oklahoma and redoing our liquor license. There should be an app for that that works really simply. And there's not. No, oh, yeah. But everything has to be done online. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get in on the bidding process on that thing. That's a, that's a, a fucking mess without cussing. Um,
0: <laughs> Federal and so, government projects, especially, are outlined in such a weird way, Sean, where you yeah. won't really understand what they're talking about. So, mm-hmm. what technically happens in those bids is even if we go draw out the entire application, they would already right. have an in house guy who would kind of outline it. Right. And basically but, recreate the problems on their website into the new platform we're building.
1: Isn't, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, isn't that guy the problem? Mm-hmm. So there is an abuse reporting software called Awarity <clears clears throat> at throat> the Oklahoma State Department of Education. <throat> it is the hardest damn thing to navigate ever. And you go, yeah, they're just trying to report a problem. Yeah. how can this be this difficult how, how is it possible but how does that happen i mean is it what what is the term since you went to school for this shit of the person <laughs> that lays it out and says i think we can do this an easier way for stupid people
0: that technically is done by me <laughs> right <laughs> okay so think about the application that we used to talk about which was for old people who lived alone and had no one right. to check on them, which was, I'm up.
1: So Yeah, that's going to be me within two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Okay, just in case you didn't understand that, it says, I'm up, meaning I'm awake. He's notifying his family that he's still alive. Little fuckers, you don't get the trust fund yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, the reason why it was built in such a simplistic way was because the person who guided me was David Kaufman, who was like in his late 60s i guess
1: or 70s yeah yeah
0: he never wanted me to add additional features to it it was just supposed to be where you sign up for the application put in Mm -hmm. an emergency contact or two that you want to notify every day that you're awake and about and all you do is get into the phone the big button on the phone which is turned red you need to touch that it'll turn green and everybody gets notified that you're awake and it just puts up like a motivational quote, which is something he was a fan of. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing <laughs> I'm not wrong gonna with shit that. on this idea. It's wholesome.
1: <laughs> so I, I think every nursing home should have that in each person's room because everybody has phones in their room. And wouldn't that keep staffing from having to go around and check on them?
0: Oh, yeah. It is a beautiful application for especially those facilities when you don't have uh, like uh, doctors who are on the floor all the time and you have to call in someone if it's an emergency. So, wow.
1: Yeah. Crazy stuff. Okay. What's the weirdest one you've had somebody talk to you about? Other than um... the idea where I can't remember what the hell it was. God, it's nuts.
0: (laughs) The weirdest one, one of them would be vacation dogs which I completely was against. It was for people who didn't have pets, but when they went on vacation, wanted a dog.
1: <laughs> Seriously?
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so they could give it back two weeks later? mm mm-hmm.
0: Just on holiday, yeah. they wanted to have a dog with them. And then when they come I home, mean, they again yeah. don't have a dog to take care of.
1: <laughs> is, is that like if you have a girlfriend or, or you, you don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend, but you want to make your family think you are like... I have a dog. He's nice. He loves me. <laughs> Holy uh-huh. shit. Okay, dude, that's actually weird. Yep. That is weird. I it's always really told dog.
0: I always told uh, the guy who pitched this idea to me that listen, uh-huh. this is going to turn out to be one of those applications which is going to turn out to be like a the playground for the sexually monstrous because you right. don't know exactly. who the hell is signing up onto it and renting yeah. what? <laughs> right. What if they have code names wow. for dogs, Sean? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't even want to go with how many ways that could go wrong. They yeah. had a deal here um, that sounds pretty similar to that, where you've got to go to Southeast Oklahoma and hunt for Bigfoot with your son or, you know, some other young man. And I was like, what could possibly <laughs> go wrong out in the middle of the woods? Right. <laughs> Well, that
0: sounds like a trap.
1: <laughs> I know. Cheers on that one. Tell me how you're going to put the security guardrails on that one. <laughs> oh, so, goodness. are are security guardrails an afterthought or a forethought?
0: In most applications, if you know that you're going to capture super important information that is critical to the flow of the application, then it's a forethought mm-hmm. because you need okay. a budget for how much you're going to to keep all of that information safe before you even right. start spending on how good it looks. So it uh, increases okay. the cost soon.
1: Huh. Okay, so I, I have one because a guy presented it to me at our city and mm. it was where shelters are and I thought he meant homeless shelters and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, but they would have to have a phone first and he goes, oh. no, everybody has a phone but it's in a tornado something like that. Where's the local shelter? I was like, okay, but we don't have one anymore. Um, But here's, okay, I may have rethought of my good one. Older people have to go to the bathroom every hour on the hour. Mm -hmm. And when you type in bathroom near me on Google, you get shit within 20 miles. They need something like within 20 steps. Bathroom near me. (laughs) There's one for you
0: well (laughs) do you know it's always like the innocuous ideas that are the ones that make money well I mean I literally am
1: looking at it as an old person because I I mean this every time I walk by a bathroom I go go, oh should I just go because I may not have anywhere to go in an hour like a fucking drunk or a drug addict it's like I don't want to pass this one up man it's my last chance (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to make it Deepak it could be you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you uh building these applications is pretty straightforward and what yeah. most people don't understand is that there are millions of applications out there that you will never hear about because they're so niche in their the specific needs and markets right. but they're still making money where it's employing like 25 to 30 people and it's running on its own. Yeah. Everybody right. thinks that the moment you talk about an app, it has to be like your Uber or your Twitter right. or your Facebook. And yeah. I'm like, no, there is like an entire yeah. ecosystem of applications that nobody will hear about, but they have their markets, they generate their money, and they do well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, everybody wants a home run in business, and that rarely is the case. What yeah. you really want to do, if we're going to do a baseball analogy, is go just get the first base, and then mm-hmm. we'll figure out how to get the second base. And I, I would also think that there's probably a conversation that needs to be had with every single customer of, is this um, expandable? Can, what kind of growth can this have? And how much does it take to grow? Because I yeah. I I have I own small businesses that don't grow, but that's mm-hmm. what I want to own. But if I was doing something like your guys' shit, I'd always be looking at going, so does this work in every city? cuz yeah. i wanted it to work in every city i mean that's how do you how do you get that to happen
0: see when you talk about i okay, mean so take for example the other application which was rabble home which was um, basically an application where if you're a home buyer or seller you sign up into this application and you have like services provided right to yeah. basically get you up to speed for home inspections right but we had to build additional features in it cuz each state had a different requirement and different set of needs. Oh, wow. So right. we basically add layers to this application every time it launches in a new state. So huh. it becomes complex, but the thing about it is that it it's a constantly growing and developing product. It's never right. like one and done, and you shelf it and you're like, okay, this is the application we're gonna work with for the rest of this company's life. It's never that. Right every three months, six months, even if you don't want any changes made, there's some change that Google or Amazon does that you'll have to go back and fix in your applications.
1: (laughs) Ah, isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. So so we're doing online ordering for one of the restaurants, but we're not doing it for the other one yet because that's the one that I think will make money at it. And it's not that it's complex. Mm -hmm. It's just different. And as an old person... You know, Diana is my is my partner and general manager here, and she's a younger person in your age range, and uh, and it all makes sense to your guys' age. And I just sit there and go, so it just shows up on your phone. Wow, mm-hmm. okay, but I, I I I really like it, and I'm excited to see what it will do next door. But I also go, we could be too busy at that point pl- because that place is already insane. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't I don't know where that where that manageable space will be, but we're gonna get there.
0: See, uh, dude, uh, I was I was actually talking to Diana yesterday because yeah. we were trying to figure out your website for the sole reason that of one section where it's products like your books and your T-shirts, yeah. and the other section right. is the food menu. And when right. we were talking about it, she she told me I still haven't told people it's live, and we still get orders. And I was like, wait till Sean announces it on the podcast and ruins this. Right.
1: Right. Well, my my thing is this is we're okay with it here because we, you know, you just look, I I would say this to anybody. You don't want to start off with a hit. You want to start off a little slower and build to it because you need to figure out what's wrong. Look, nothing, nothing comes out flawless. Mm -hmm. And you also have to go, do you have enemies trying to take it down while you're trying to build it? Because that... People don't really think other people in business are nefarious, and they are. Um, yeah. But I know when we do it on veto side, mm-hmm. you're you're adding to the busiest nights of the week, like Friday and Saturday. We are at max for the for the four hours the place is open. Um, mm. But you can always add another cook. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. You know, it's no more equipment. It's nothing. Cost is you know next to nothing. You can why mm. not? But then how do you make it efficient? That's gonna be the the kind of the next thing is, is efficiencies. We we don't have any extra space here, except by my front door. And that's mm-hmm. awfully cold in winter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just find, I find all that fascinating. And I, I always have people, they go, you should have an app for your business and you go, we're not that exciting. I mean, what do, you, what do you, do you want my politics on there? Cause you might not agree <laughs> with them. Yeah. Here's Yo. you can organize and protest with Sean Cummings Irish Pub. <laughs> You've never been to a protest before? Drink first. That
0: would be a it's fun one. More... <laughs> right. I think we just make bridge. that happen. Sean, find right. the closest protest to you so that you can go.
1: <laughs> okay, that would be funny as shit. I I might be down for that one. Yeah. So I don't. So let me let me ask you this. Because I've watched you build stuff here, um, mm-hmm. and since you since you're living a, across the world now, if mm-hmm. um, if people want to build stuff like that, what do they what do they need to do? What do they need to have written down before they call? Because I always tell people before you go to the doctor, have mm-hmm. your questions written down. What you want to ask the doctor? Let yeah. me say the same thing in your deal. Have your questions written down before you call. Because mm-hmm. I I have unfortunately sat in with a meeting or two, on accident. <laughs> yeah
0: with me yes with, i remember
1: <laughs> right, with with and i i was frustrated in the meeting and you were very calm but i was like yeah that's not what he said he said it won't work <laughs> and i remember the and then i was like i should not be talking to his client is what i should not be doing right
0: now <laughs> see usually i'll get them to at least come up with the main concept Of yeah. what i need from them is what are they going to use to generate revenue because that right. is a massive segment of the entire build. If yeah. I don't know what they want to generate money through, I'm not going to plan for it, <laughs> and later right. it's going to be a hassle.
1: And are you trying to make money, or are you trying to uh, use it for publicity? Yes, yeah, same. Because that's same. it's not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't know if I don't. Do people know that?
0: Yeah, but I think they don't. <laughs>
1: Okay, because a lot of the stuff I do politically doesn't make any money, mm-hmm. but it does bring people into the into my places. I can't lie and act like it doesn't work for me, but yeah. that isn't why I do it. Mm-hmm. So I have to go, okay, if this is a net loss, I have to be okay with it because it's coming in over here. Because I also have people that won't come into my places because of my politics. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's I'm a, tricky. <laughs> right. Well, what I was going to ask is, do you feel like you're a babysitter or a negotiator or a counselor at times and go, okay, this is what I see happening with this? And how how do you get people to realize they still have to sell their deal? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they still have to push it. It doesn't push just because you launched it. Mm -hmm.
0: Like, see, the main thing I always tell you is I'm like a glorified babysitter at some of these meetings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) where I sit there and be like, hey, Listen. Once we have uh, the apps thought out, how you're generating money, we still need to go out and pitch it to investors to raise money, depending on what your goal is. Because your biggest chunk of money is going to be going out the door once we build the product and you have to get users on the platform. So at that point, you're talking about what we is. It's a very important number known as your user acquisition cost. How much right. money are you spending to get one user Per-perf. to sign up and be a loyal
1: yeah. app user? Right.
0: Yeah. So sometimes it's thought through, sometimes it isn't. And the marketing oh. aspect of it is the biggest pain because you get yeah. drowned out.
1: Well, there's just so many, you know, I mean, I, I have to be honest, I'm, I'm at on queue this grocery store and they're always like, do you have the app? And I go, no, that's why I'm at the register. <laughs> I don't, I don't want your app. And they're like, man, but you could get a free soda. And I go, I don't need a free soda either. Can I just pay for my gas? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my friend, David Glover does this everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so he literally calls me and goes, Hey, I've got free fries at Johnny's. Do you want to go? And I go, I own restaurants. I can't go to somebody else's restaurant and use your app to get free shit. We're not (laughs) supposed to do that. And he goes, Well, you can come buy something and I'll get my free shit. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> so he gets coupons essentially sent to him mm-hmm. on these apps, which I I'm a bit jealous, but I can't I also can't use stuff like that in the business I'm in. Does that make um, sense?
0: Yep. Can I tell you Alex is a huge user of the um, food service apps? Like on his right? phone, you'll yeah. find everything from like McDonald's apps. All the way to like some fancy ass restaurants apps because no every now and then he will get a push notification where they're like, "Hey, buy one get one free," and he just go there and use yeah. the app to redeem points. Right. The weird one was that he has huh. points at the garage on Britain and May, which yeah, is a bar right. and a restaurant type thing, right? Good so- burgers. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. basically just goes there with points at times and has a meal. No
1: shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, so i guess i do i do a version of that at sam's club because mm-hmm. i got like 500 dollars sitting in an account down there because we buy so much yeah i i go there every day to buy like um styrofoam shit yeah mm-hmm. just cheap shit but i don't have any storage so i have to be able to go get it somewhere every day and they give yeah. me points for all of this stuff but um I, I guess I don't. I don't use their app because they want me to use it and check myself out by phone. I'm mm-hmm. a little weird about. I'm a little weird about all that stuff. I mean, I know I'm. We- you know, dude, I'm sixty. You know, fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I just assume all of my information has been stolen and sold thirty or forty times. But it's just not worth picking up on. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't buy enough shit. They got to find somebody who buys stuff. So how do how do the protections work for that kind? Of, I mean, because you know you got to you got to get old people to do stuff because they're the biggest spending population right now, I believe the boomers still. Um, yeah. How do you get them to do apps when they're suspicious? Because I mean that generation's a little odd right now.
0: See, I'll tell you the biggest saving grace to this, and also <laughs> it's a double-edged sword was cloud computing. Mm-hmm. When your servers yeah. were all put into server farms where companies that you bought the server space from were now in charge of security. So yeah. you no longer had to like spend thousands of dollars to secure oh. your applications, because now they were hosted on services. So if some if there's right. a data breach, it'll happen at an Amazon or a Google Cloud facility where those companies would no Yeah. So it's no longer like the individuals in that old school way. But I would walk into an yeah. office and they'll ask me for like to fill them something. And yeah. I'll look behind them and I'll be like, shit, is that your server? They'd be like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, if we put that in. <laughs> in
1: 1965.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> y'all don't need that. <laughs> wow.
1: That's awesome. Well, it's a, weird, it's a weird setup. And I wish I could remember my dang. And it was a brilliant idea, dude. I'm, and I'm kind of terrified. I can't. I got, I got like old person brain. I'm telling you, I just gotta write stuff down. But I'm I think there's a future in the where's the bathroom app. I really yeah. do. I know that sounds crazy, but you just gotta look at usability.
0: John, get me a bunch of old people who are ready to invest and we'll run a prototype.
1: Right. <laughs> and then you need to have an old comedian be the guy that goes up on there and goes, Hey, I just wanna tell every one of you about it. i
0: would pitch lewis black on it
1: (laughs) exactly if my prostate's working i can go if not i need to know where the next place is yeah that is brilliant i'm turning my bread for those of you who are not used to our podcast i'm making bread we make three different kinds of bread here every single day and i have made two of them already hey my other guy i i I came in and retrained him on because I'm the one that came up with the original bread that we use in the other restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why are you here? And I said, well, I invented it. So I'm here to show you how we (laughs) actually are supposed to be making it. He was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm not mad. It's the same ingredients. You're just not doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) I was very popular that day. I bet. (laughs) Yeah, not crazy. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Sorry, man. I'm in the middle of this. Talk for a second so I can lift these things up with their blazingly hot uh, pants. Don't worry about
0: it. What I was going to tell you is that we talk about climate change every now and then. There was a Uh cricket match that was supposed to be held in New Delhi, and the teams couldn't go onto the ground to practice because the air quality was so poor that the coaches didn't want them out there.
1: Right. You remember China had to shut down Um, Mm -hmm. all their manufacturing during one of the Olympic deals and you just go so Americans believe that we have gotten rid of pesticides and herbicides that were dangerous we did Mm -hmm. not they just moved them to Mexico and we moved our dirty manufacturing to you guys and to China Mm -hmm. and then we have the audacity to bitch about it and you go you want slave labor prices this Mm -hmm. is what you get it doesn't mean the pollution's not happening. It's just not happening to you right now. Mm-hmm. It's um we have a social disconnect. Um uh, my my cousins in Ireland do not buy like we buy here. You know, they yeah. they really they just don't buy shit they don't need. And and uh and it isn't that money's precious, they're all pretty well off. Mm-hmm. They just, just don't buy shit they don't need
0: you so, should see you, like something curious that I noticed in like departmental stores here in packaging. Yeah, Their right. packages are small. Where You'll get the smallest size, which is for a one-time use. It could be right. anything, but you will find like a sachet of something. Like yeah. even if it's like a shampoo, you can get a right. sachet to just throw in your suitcase and travel.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, instead of and, well, doing the whole bottle and then leaving it wherever you're at. That's nice. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So what I would say on that is we have the dollar store. Um, mm-hmm. or it's called Dollar Tree. There's Dollar General, which is not a dollar. It's like a scam. But Dollar mm-hmm. Tree, you go in there and it's $1. twenty-five for almost all of their stuff. Yeah. And they have one or two time usage stuff. So if I'm traveling, I go load up there for like $5. I use it and then it's gone. So I'm not wasting it. But I don't want to bring a big Sam's Club bottle of shampoo with me anywhere to wash my four hairs. I mean, it's, it's silly. Okay, yep. so hey, before we before we get off here, how much time we got? We had about four or five minutes left. Am yeah, I right? five minutes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I was talking to Christine. I think you remember Christine, and and so we were talking about an India trip, but I can't finalize my timing. But what ended up happening is, so why do so many people live in the north of India? Most of your population lives in a very small, dense area. And then you are all the way down in the south. I need an explanation for why that is.
0: John, that has something to do with history, because that part of India is where it has the old Khyber Pass, which was how the Persians and Mughals (laughs) and all of them came to India. So they populated oh, wow. that northern part. So the northern part of India is very different from here. Right. The south. Because it was right. the existing inhabitants of the continent of India that got pushed down once the oh, invaders. No,
1: no shit. Yeah.
0: Once the invaders yeah. came through, people moved south. So right. in the old days before the British, we were just small kingdoms. So the southern right. kingdom was just Ruled by South Indian kings who we were the old kings that right. left the north. And I think right now the population there has it must be a mix between like generations of the old capital of the city of India being yeah. there. And right. also, I don't know if I'll be right or get yelled at like this, but right. it also has oh, you something, will to do, something to do with education. Uh southern india we you'll never find very rarely you'll find the educated population having more than one or two children whereas in northern india it's very common to have many children and a lot of it is still agricultural because that is where the ganges flows so it's fertile land with farming and all of that going on So
1: so is is that worth going to or not
0: a lot of people go there because they do the Golden Triangle, which is mm. basically visiting the Taj Mahal, and then yeah. going to Jaipur, which is known as the Pink City, which is an right. ancient city with a palace in the middle of the lake, which is now a five-star hotel.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. And it's
0: interesting because I've actually been there. It, it's fun to go if you're a tourist and doing tourist right. stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So how does one keep from getting killed while roaming the countryside?
0: It's not that dangerous if you stay away Uh, from like really shady shit.
1: Right. (laughs) If you're not out buying crack, you won't have problems with crack dealers.
0: uh (laughs) Pretty much. Right. See, there's actually a friend of of mine runs a tour company there. So if there are people from Oklahoma visiting, I usually call him and let him know he's a local guy there so he takes care of that shit for us Mm -hmm.
1: nice okay well i got my passport sent off so i'm i'm gonna be legal here in a few months (laughs) so we'll see how all this shit shakes out but we've we've had a rather interesting talk and i said well i tell you there's some manufacturing in pakistan i would like to go see and she goes i'm not going to pakistan (laughs) as a white female not right now. No, 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 no. Tell her
0: no. to just stay with me in Bangalore. We'll hit the <laughs> right. pubs. You go do all this nonsense and come back, hopefully.
1: <laughs> Kay, do you, re- do you remember the machine we tried to buy for like two mm-hmm. years ago, the chip machine? And it's made in Pakistan. And, and my God, you would want to talk to somebody in their government and go, dude, I've been trying to buy this for two years. How hard can this be? And do they not know they're being flagged on anything that comes across the border or is that is that common I have, knowledge?
0: I have no idea. If we tried to reach out to that guy, we would have actually yeah. had a potato chip making operation in Oklahoma if he'd ever yeah. gotten back to us.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, but I really and truly, it was the most efficient set of machinery I'd seen. So really and truly, if I can safely get in and out, I would like to go see it, but I'm also concerned with bringing something back here from Pakistan. You know, I won't lie. Why don't <laughs> I
0: just look around in South India and figure out there must be to fix this, yeah. Right.
1: For, for an extra $100, we don't have to do that. Yes.
0: <laughs> Plus I'll get All flagged right. in multiple different ways, Sean, trying to enter Pakistan right. and buy shit and come back.
1: <laughs> exactly, I know, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Um, Well, take us out of here. For any of those who were listening today, I was just trying to cover my brilliant ideas for apps that I couldn't remember. But the one that I do want to see is where is the closest bathroom? At my age, I I just don't think people understand how serious of a problem this is for old people. It's whoo.
0: I will think about it. No promises.
1: (laughs) All right, brother. Take us out of here. I got to go get my bread out of it.
0: That is the Villagers podcast, a Monday episode that we recorded during the thunderstorm here and while Sean was making bread there. So there you go. All
1: right, homie. Take care. I'll see you.